What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens break the clock in Spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from a patron named Frankie. Frankie wrote in their question and asked, what if all houses were stuck together? I have not heard that one before. Now we've got one more what if from a listener named Stella. She wrote in to ask, Why can't we throw Pepper into the air to make Cloud sneeze and then drop the raindrops they are holding to make it rain? Well, what a thoughtful question, Stella. So let's put our imaginations together and find out what if all houses were stuck together and why we can't throw Pepper into the air to make Clouds sneeze. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if world may seem like a perfect place, but the people living there have problems just like you and me. 
For instance, last week, the world exploded into a thousand pieces and got put back together by outer space jungle vines. I can see you nodding along. We've all been there. But what you might not know is that when a planet gets blown up by an opera singer, it tends to lose some of its atmosphere. And while the space vines have been making oxygen for people to breathe, the thing What If World really needs right now is some good old-fashioned rain. I think the rain, rain went away to come again another day, says Alabaster Zero, currently What If World's only detective. And that makes me the best by default. So I'll find your rain, Mr. Rerick, or dry trying. Well, you would be dry, yes. Well, I must say it's an honor to advise on housing for What If World, said Mamma Jamma. Now that our houses are stuck together by vines, we're gonna need some infrastructure and good sharing practices in order to prevent catastrophic... And I'm Petey the Pirate, a.k.a. Peter the Realtor. I'm an expert in all things related to water as a pirate and houses as a realtor, so naturally I was assigned to this team. Also, my pirate ship is now smushed between Mamma Gemma's house and Alabaster Zero's apartment building, and we're all sort of sharing this one single outdoor space. <laughs> it used to be my she-shed. In my closet, which I called my he-shed. Yar, 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 he-shed, she-shed. Anyway, it's where I used to grow my peonies, so it's more of a he-she-peony-shed slash garden bed. Oh, that's catchy. So it's settled. We'll skip past all this arguing and get to the part where we come up with an awesome plan that solves all of our problems. And so, the three of them planned and planned and planned and six long hours later. No, we got nothing. What? What have you been doing this whole time? Well, it turns out this little shared space used to be a golf course on a private jungle that grew on Fire Snail's back. You know, before the space vines smushed all our homes together. But we did come up with a name for our little space. The Heeshee Peony Tea Shed in Muller Garden Bed. Copyright Fire Snail 2021. So you came up with a name, but you still have no plan whatsoever? Well, I suggested, um, Chocolate Catapult. But I think I was just getting hungry. Yar. Isn't there a what-if question that'll solve all of our problems? And also give us pizza? A ham? And a chocolate catapult. Uh, well, there is Stella's idea, but... And you've been holding out on us? Spill it, Mr. Eric. Well, yeah, Stella asked why we can't throw pepper into the air to make the clouds sneeze, and then drop the raindrops they're holding on to. I thought you said this question had pizza. And chocolate. I never said that. Well, it's fine. Despite Mr. Eric's blatant deceit, everything will be better after Stella's question. And then we can have chocolate pizza. Um, you know I hate being the voice of reason. But maybe things won't just magically get better because we stopped trying. But Petey the Pirate had already grabbed a handful of pepper from a nearby pepper shaker and thrown it up in the air toward the thin clouds gathered over their smushed-together house. <coughs> Roared the clouds overhead, and their sneeze swept across What If World, spreading pepper to every other cloud in the sky. <coughs> It was an answering thunder of distant sneezes, and all at once, it started raining everywhere. 
Yar, we did it. We solved all our problems in record time. Now let's build that chocolate catapult. That delivers pizza? Oh, of course. Sorry, Mama Gemma. Pity the parish. I hate to rain on your parade, but... It's already raining. Don't worry about it. Yar, it must be a parade in our honor anyway. For saving what if world. <sighs> Just look up. Alabaster Zero pointed to the sky. The vines that had helped heal What If World were thirstily soaking up every drop of rain. And as they did, they grew and curled in on themselves, bringing every home in What If World close together in a great circle that spread around the he-she-peony tea shed and mulla garden bed. And that shared space grew too, the little bed of green becoming a vast park even as a towering nest of houses and buildings grew taller and taller around the park, stacking up and spreading out in a huge circle. This sudden city was all held together by a tangle of growing vines, and the park the city shared was breathtaking, with stretches of jungle and wildlife, rolling hills and lush lakes, and sunny stretches of grass and rock just welcoming you to stretch out on them. Wow, would you look at that? A simple question and a bit of hard work could turn drought and disaster into this wonder. Uh, we haven't really done any work yet. You're right. We gotta figure out how millions of people stacked on top of each other in an actual jungle can live happy and healthy lives. Well, sharing this beautiful new park should help. Who said anything about sharing? The little fire snail had a tiny bag with golf clubs in it, slung around their shell, and was slowly making their way deeper into the park. No, Mr. Eric, not a park. A golf course. My golf course. Your golf course? But we all live here. Did any of you call dibs? No, I didn't realize we had to call dibs. That can't possibly be legal. Oh, no. Feel free to check my paperwork. And Fire Snail's eye stock quickly pulled out a slimy piece of paper from their shell. It read, D-I-B-S. Oh no. It's even got his slimature. It's legally binding for snails. But that's not a fair way to shit. No, that is the fair way. It's why the grass is shorter. Now please step off of it. I want to play a quick nine holes. I should be back in a month. Just in time to collect rent. Rent? But I own me pirate ship. Which is tangled in my vines. But at least you get to enjoy the lovely view of my golf course. You know, I have always wanted to try playing golf. Of course. You've just got to apply for a membership. No problem. Membership denied. Ma ha 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 ha. I guess you haven't left us any choice. Don't pretend like this is my fault. If you don't like it, my vines can just fling you back into outer space. I hear the rents there are reasonable. And Fire Snail slowly slinked out of view. No, I can still see him. Yeah, he hasn't even gotten over my shoe yet. So it's settled. We'll skip ahead to when Fire Snail's finally out of sight. And we've all come up with a great plan to save. Two weeks later. So it turns out chocolate catapults can't actually launch pizza. Or anything else. Yeah, I blame our lack of rope. And spring. And chocolate. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened to it all. Chocolate must have chocolated it. So what you're saying is... We've got nothing. Not nothing, PD. I said we ought to wait until next time it rains outside the course. Then call dibs on whatever grows. But then Fire Snail called dibs on the clouds. And now it's only raining over the golf course. And indeed, after two weeks, the golf course was still as lush and vibrant as ever, while the thick vines that held the city together were as dry and tough as stone. Uh, you know how Fire Snail just got out of sight? Well, now he's headed back. We've only got two more weeks to come up with the rent. Oh, why'd we spend all our money on chocolate? Also, has anyone seen my kids? Yeah, Mom, we're right here. You've been taking great care of us every time Mr. Eric isn't narrating. Oh, good. Bye, Zach. I feel closer to you than ever. Mommy's working, honey. And in fact, the whole city had gone to work. They tapped the thickest vines, so everyone had a trickle of water to share. And they trained the thinner vines to curl and uncurl so that everyone could travel safely about the city. But all of that just caused the city to dry up even more quickly as the fire snail drew closer and closer, a steady steam coming off of their fire shell as clouds continued to sneeze over the golf course. Two weeks passed, and Fire Snail had nearly reached Mamajama, Petey the Pirate, and Alabaster Zero, just as the rain finally stopped, and the sun started drying off the golf course. I'm really starting to lose it here. I haven't been able to leave this place in a month. Yeah, but I do enjoy the convenience of having all my friends so close by. And lovely new businesses popping up every day. I can finally walk my kids to school. You see, said Fire Snail, who was back at Mama Jamma's feet. I've made all of your lives better. And you can kindly thank me with your rent. <laughs> Listen, we all love New New What City, and we've built it into a place we're proud of. But not all of us want to actually live here. Excuse me? Especially not when you have the whole park to yourself. Yeah, and all the clouds, too. I've used up all me black pepper, and I haven't been sneezed on in a month. It's a real tragedy. That's why it stopped raining. Oh, my people need a steady supply of cloud sneeze to stay slimy. Yeah, otherwise you have to use magic to stay slimy. Everyone knows that about fire snails. So make it rain again, and you three will get golf memberships and free rent. <sighs> you know how much I hate being the voice of reason. But all we have left is this white pepper. And we have no idea what kind of catastrophic effects it may have on the clouds or the world at large. But Petey the Pirate was already throwing the white pepper up in the air. <gasps> Chonk. That did not sound right. And this time, Chonk. the clouds over What If World started sneezing out something different. Chonk. Can you guess what it was? Chonk. It's sugar. This guy is raining fluffy, wet, strangely unsweetened sugar. It's snow, PD. It sounded wrong what I was saying. Sneeze after sneeze of snow buried the golf course and blew around new new what city in icy swirls. No, no, no. This is worse than the moon of Hoopiter. 
Of course. Snow is your greatest weakness. Everyone knows that about Hoopitarian fire snails. Please make it stop. I'll do anything. Even let us turn your golf course into a park that everyone enjoys happily ever after until next week. But some of us don't want to live there because we have different lifestyles. And that's important because we can't all want the same things. Uh, I'm sorry. Are, are those actual questions? Or are we just at the end of the story? Ah, oh, I said the end. That's on me. Well, Stella and Frankie, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld for ad-free episodes, a shout-out on the show, and other great rewards. Or just leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Now it's Freddy Dog time, and I've got a shout out for Remy, age 10, Juliet, age 8, and Gabriel, age 5 and a half, from Austin, Texas. They all love dogs, especially me, Fred. Dracomax here. To shout out Charlie, age 9, he loves gems and rocks, and wants to be a gemologist when he grows up. He has three dogs, named Henry, Ryder, and Apollo. Those are good names for dogs or dragons. Then I got another shout out for Corbin, age 8. He loves listening to What If World in the car on his way to school with his sister Annabelle, age 6. And they're from Conifer, Colorado. Finally, there is Melanie, from Marietta, Georgia. She loves me, Kathunkel. As well as listening to What If World, reading, drawing, and playing video games with friends and family. She is nine years old, just old enough to conquer the universe. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, our co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my helper Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who share and take care of your parks and playgrounds. Until we meet again, keep wondering.